Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and with me is Randy. I am. You are here. I know she didn't say as always anymore. No, and then I last week it was sometimes, and now Saddens it's just my heart. It's Randy. So, hey, happy Thanksgiving, homie. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah. Thank you for all those pilgrims that came over and took Murder over Indians. all the Indian reservations, a.k.a. America, to put them in reservations, a.k.a. casinos. Thank you for being a friend. Mm. So, I had... And Martell's meat in my mouth again. I had, So, we, yeah, we're eating on the show because it's Thanksgiving. Can you hear me? I can't hear me very much. Oh, I can hear you. Yeah, maybe it's just me. What's that? How's no, that? that's better. Better? Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, I hear you better, too. Yeah, I just had to turn, it, turn you up some. Um, yeah, so we did like a friend's giving last night. I um, saw that. And I smoked, so I smoked a 12-pound turkey. I spat-cocked it. Mm. I love it spat-cocked. It's so good. But I did a... Is it spat-cock or spatch-cock? It's spatch-cock. Is it? Okay. I've been calling it spit-cock. <laughs> well, your spit-cock meat is delicious. Because doesn't that sound so much better when you say spit-cock meat? It's really good. So... I'm- yeah, we're digging in already. Yeah, we're 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 gonna hammer this way because it's hot. Beth was like, "Hey, I'm about to make feel good soup. It's like her own recipe. That's amazing." Yeah. Do you want some? I said, "No, I'm getting ready to leave." And Martel's got food, so I'm I have Thanksgiving that we have yeah. to get rid of because we have Thanksgiving again. Because <laughs> you got another one. So, but uh, you're like Randy. Randy will definitely eat. I'm like, oh yeah, Randy will eat this shit. Um, I could have ate on the way here, and if you put this plate in front of me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. Oh, well. We're I walked in the house. I was like, oh, it's going down. I was already. I had it ready. Yeah. It I, smelled I was, so good. I already had it ready when you pulled up, threw it in the microwave. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, I spatchcocked a, a turkey, which is not difficult, but it's probably one of the most difficult things I've had to do with a turkey. Just time consuming? Um, so, you've got to have the... I, ha- I used to have bone scissors. Like, scissors literally made for, for cutting through human small bone. bones. Oh, okay. No, small bones. And Liz threw them out. She thought they were dull. Oh, because they were made for bones. Because they're just made for bones and cutting meat. And they're, they don't have a normal blade on them. Like, it's not just a straight blade. It's got kind of a... Um, it's almost like a serrated blade, but not as pronounced as, like, a steak knife. So they're just it's just these little serrations in there that help cut through the bone when you're scissoring with them. And they're they're offset from kinda, each other. Kind of like they do a sawing action. Yeah. 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 Um This is so good. So you keep talking, I'm gonna keep you eating. you keep doing that and I'll explain. So I had to use these other kitchen scissors that we have that are not made for cutting through bone to cut through the ribs on the spine of a turkey. Because that's how you spatchcock. You hit you take out the spine. Oh, dude, Break the the breastplate open. That's the the skin. skin. Yeah, oh, it looks so good. So did all that, but mm. I brined it for twenty four hours in a dark beer and orange concoction. I was gonna say it's got a tangy taste. That skin really did. Yeah, the t- the skin's amazing. Oh, that's so good. So I ended up. Uh, your foreskin is so good on your spitcock meat. Fuck yeah, it is. Um, and it's super chewy. Like it is. It is the skin is Real not the rubbery. meat. The meat, is, the meat is tender under that skin. Um, but the, it was like three dark beers. I used um, Great Lakes Brewing something. I can't remember exactly what the beer was. Um, I was a little concerned. I, I wasn't sure it was going to be good or not because I didn't want to use a quality beer. But Great Lakes is kind of a quality beer. So 
I ended up using a... I'll say it's not like you used Bud Light. No. It, well, it was a dark beer that had to be used. And then I, I put in... It was probably equivalent to about an orange and a half. Just threw it in. Peppercorns um, and brown sugar. Mixed all that together. Dropped the, the turkey into a five-gallon bucket and stuck it in the fridge down the basement for 24 hours. Pulled it out. Dried it off. Did all the things. Spat cocked it. Um, but getting the breastplate out was worse than trying to get the spine out. Like, turkeys aren't spineless. That motherfucker had a spine, and that thing was about a foot and a half long. But the breastplate went deep, like super deep, into the meat. So, like, I kind of felt like I was ruining the meat because I was, like, running my fingers across its titties to separate the membrane, and it just kept going, and it just kept going, and I couldn't get the breastplate out. Finally, I got the titty titty plate out, and... uh, it was all good. You make the stuffing too? Homemade stuffing, homemade say, noodles. That's, that's not box stuffing. No, no. None I of this is that's that's quality stuffing there. And none of none of this is boxed. It's all my grandmother's recipe other than the smoked turkey. So grandmother's recipe is bread, celery, onions, and chicken stock. Simple. It's good. So simple. Uh and the noodles are just egg and flour. Now I may modify it slightly when I make it on Wednesday. Or I actually think I need to make them the noodles on Monday. Uh, I may add salt. They're, uh, they don't taste like my grandmother's, and I don't know what I'm not doing correctly to get that flavor. You don't, you're not putting in as much love as she did. Apparently not. You're putting in a whole lot of hatred. I can taste the hatred mm-hmm. in your noodles. I don't know about that. But I'm about cleared my plate. I'm down to just my noodles, and yeah. it's all been great. And we don't have uh, there's no gravy, there's no mashed potatoes because we didn't make any of that for the Thanksgiving. But I made these three main dishes, and it was such a good time. So, and then uh, earlier today, well, I bought a bottle of Old Forester 1920 for last night as well because we made like this maple cranberry cocktail nice. with whiskey. It was really good. Well, we went basically through that almost that entire bottle of 1920. Good for you. So the, today I tried... What everybody else drink. <laughs> that. They were drinking that as well. Earlier today I tried a 1915. Not a fan. Hmm. I can't recall if I've had 1915. I've it's, had 1910. Well, the 19, it's 1910 and 1920 mixed. Well, that makes sense. So unless you've done that, then you wouldn't have had it. But it was pretty good. Or, I mean, it wasn't good. It was okay. It's not. I wouldn't make it again. Like, I wouldn't buy a bottle of 1920 just to make a 1915. And I did 50-50 mix on it. So. But we also have little pumpkin pies, too. Your meal gets a four out of five donuts. Awesome. Great meal. Highly recommend it. If you ever can get to Martell's house and have him spit cock you a bird and smoke it for you, which none of you probably ever will. That was good. I was so hungry coming here. I had no breakfast, no lunch yet. And then I got here later because I wanted to go to Pit Stop because... I had ideas. And we're going to try one of those ideas here in a minute. We are. I'm going to try this pumpkin pie right here. There's so many. You do that. I'm going to... I've got some chewy skin. Mm. Oh, I also... While... I, I also put a poultry seasoning, just basic poultry seasoning on the skin, and then did a uh, brown sugar, salt, pepper, paprika, and chili powder mix on the skin. And then after about an hour of, of cooking... I went out and did some butter and brown sugar mixture and just basted it, the skin with butter and brown sugar. God, it's so good. Yeah, I was going to say, whatever you did, 
You did it well. That's really good. I just need to make sure I remember what I, I did. I just slammed all that food. <laughs> I just devoured a plate of food since we started the show. And a little teeny tiny pumpkin pie. Little teeny tiny pumpkin pie. Like, like just slightly larger than a 50 cent piece. I would say a half dollar. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. It was good, though. So, I like it. Looking forward to doing it again. Can't wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. We should do this again in like two weeks. Just because I'll provide the bird, even <laughs> we we may have to. I, I want to try, so I want to try something different. I want to try doing a doesn't necessarily have to be a turkey, but you do some like jalapeno injection. Yeah, I yeah. want to try that. Yeah, that'd be good. And smoke a bird, maybe like a quail, Ooh, or good. a little game, little little game hen or something like a pheasant. Yeah, and or a grouse with the yeah something you just pop in your mouth like M and M's. You know, doves, just a couple Bunch of them. little dove breasts. Yeah, just a couple of them. Dove boobies are delicious. And uh, the bird, not the soap. I don't know. Have you tried dove lately? Uh, I have it not. Smells really good. I usually eat Irish Spring. That's mine. Was dove? Yeah, yeah, I saw your grocery shopping. I'm such a weirdo. But anyway, um, today, cartoons. Back to childhood. We should make that drink, though, before all that ice melts. We should do that. What do we need to do? Okay, so the first one we're going to do is a Grand Marnier and bourbon cocktail. So you do one and a quarter ounce of bourbon, which I know you're going to measure perfectly. Oh, that was so good. That was a good bottle pop. So we're one and a quarter there. We're about out of 1910. And then one and a quarter ounce of Grand Marnier. You want me to open this? Oh, yeah, just open it all. I don't care. Maybe. If you can. It's got that stupid foil rim. We on probably it. should open these before we start it. Probably. It's all right. <laughs> I got knives. I've got knives. I got knives. That's why I have so many lives. I have so many lives. That's a, that's fun. That was a decent pop there. Yeah, it was. I hope it came through. How much of this? Uh, same. Ounce and a quarter. Everything's the same. And okay. then ounce and a quarter of sweet vermouth. Now, I am not a big vermouth fan. I've I'm never had it. Just because it's, I don't know. I'm just not a huge vermouth fan. That's what's in Manhattan's. That's right, the primary. Right. Well, I guess I have had it, but I'm not had it neat. And then just you need a little droplet of lemon juice. All right, let me stir these real quick. Oh, and we got real lemon juice. Oh, I got the real stuff. That might be too much. Well, because <laughs> they were it like, went in mine. <laughs> they said a little goes a long way, used sparingly, and you just ejaculated lemon juice into our drinks. Just yours. Yours got a little less than mine. You give a quick stir, and then it says garnish with lemon, but screw that. Well, we don't have a lemon. Yeah, I ain't messing with all that. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. So we'll give this right. a try. Smells. Mine smells like lemonade because it has a It kind of does, or maybe like strawberry lemonade. <laughs> shitload of lemonade. So what is Grand Marnier? That is, It is a cognac and orange liqueur. Yeah. Okay. Just for those who don't know because I wasn't aware. Too much lemon? 
Uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to get all the flavors. It's a pretty complex drink. It is. Not in a bad way. No. I can only drink one of these, though. Well, it's very sweet. It is super it's sweet. It's very sweet. And, of course, you know, we measured everything precisely, so <laughs> who knows? I measured in in one-second pours. One. <laughs> one. One. Yeah, three times. Squirt <laughs> for one second. So the Grand Marnier in and of itself is sweet. Yeah. I'm assuming sweet vermouth is sweet. I so, don't know, because the... I, I don't. I'm not. I would not drink vermouth straight. We should do that. Mm, maybe I've had Grand Marnier straight, but that's a liqueur. Yeah, vermouth is not a, a liqueur. It's a. It's a. Um, what it, do they call it? It's. It's basically a. It's like a. It's a something. What do they call it? The something wine. Doesn't really smell like anything. But anyway, I'm just not a... Like, the vermouth that I had, I actually... I tried it. And it was sweet vermouth. It wasn't very sweet. It was kind of a bitter. Fortified. That's what I was looking for. It's a fortified wine that has been aromatized with a range of botanicals. Mm. Well, I'm not a big botanicals person. So, yeah, I literally had to ask guys, like, uh, where's your sweet vermouth? I don't... I've never bought it. And it's not, and it's like two aisles over at the pit stop from where uh, the whiskey is. Yep. That's where I found it. Same aisle as the other ingredients we'll use for our drink later. Yeah. But I think I like this. I'm also with you. I don't know if I could drink more than one. Maybe two, depending on how long I'm like spreading these out, you know. Uh, it is very sweet, which I like. Yeah. Um, and when I told the guy what I was making, he goes, oh, do you like sweet drinks? I said, I do. I said, you know, I don't want them like sickly sweet, but yeah, so we were just kind of talking about it. Um, Grand Marnier, like I said, I've had before in different cocktails, and I've had um, both needed on the rocks. That is, it's it's so sweet, which after you get done with your drink, you should try just a little bit of the Grand Marnier neat. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably where you're getting a lot of the sweetness from. Maybe. You liking that pumpkin pie? I love pumpkin pie. <laughs> it's so good. I hate pumpkin spice everything, but I love oh, a pumpkin good pumpkin pie, pie and pumpkin roll. Oh, pumpkin rolls is lame. Oh, yes. My great grandma made the best pumpkin roll ever. Like a chocolate pumpkin roll is outstanding. Mm. We're, um. we're, we're, we're about that food, guys. I'm seeing like, all right, thanks for listening. We're just going to sit back and rub our bellies. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you think about this? Uh, they called, they just said bourbon and Grand Marnier cocktail. It didn't intrigue me. I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Um, I like it. Like I said, I can only have about one. I'm one and I'm done. I like it more as um, I go, but it is very, very sweet. It's not sickly sweet, but it is very sweet. I'm, you know what? I'm probably at like a one and a half or a two. Okay. I don't, I don't know yet. I was going to put it at a two. Um, if you like sweet, I would say try it. If you don't like sweet at all, don't try it. It is, it's very much something that I wouldn't order while I'm out. Like you, like you yeah. coming up with it and saying, "Hey, we're going to do this thing." Okay, great, we'll do this. Yeah, we'll thing. try it. But I wouldn't go to a bar or a restaurant. And be like, "Hey, can I get a give me a Grand Marnier and and a bourbon?" Yeah, and they look at me like, "What?" Yeah, why? <laughs> and I'd be like, "All right, well, give me a bourbon, Grand Marnier, and a sweet vermouth shot, and I'll make it myself." <laughs> right. Yeah, it's um, it's not bad. No, it's not bad at but, all. It's just it's, and, and it is not my cup of tea. The the 100%. ingredients are easily available. Any bourbon, it didn't specify. 
Sweet vermouth is easy to get and cheap. That bottle of sweet vermouth is only like eight bucks. Yeah, the sweet but vermouth is cheap. Is the smallest bottle of Grand Marnier thirty five dollars? That's seeing that's absurd. And that's where yeah. So that's I mean it's not. And again, Grand Marnier is not like a whiskey. You just sit there and pour and drink and. Mm. It's you a, have to sip on this. I just tried to drink the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, no, and you can't. I couldn't do it. And I like sweet. So I bet I like this more. Well, obviously I rated it. I gave it a solid two. You said one. I'm going to give two. it a one and a half. Um, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I just there was another one I wanted to try that used Grand Marnier and involved ginger beer and some other stuff. Didn't have sweet vermouth, but it was like five, six ingredients, and I was like, screw that. Maybe some other show. That's a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, that's just a lot of work. But um, yeah, I, I went with one with lesser ingredients. Well, I I say I I think that the the more simple a cocktail is, the better it is. One of these days, I'm going to make you a complex cocktail because it has like seven or nine ingredients. What that tastes like that? an orange starburst. Yeah. It's an orange liqueur. Yeah. I like it. But that... But it's not something, again, you're going to sit there and chug. No. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. Uh, we're talking about the Grand Marnier just by itself, by the way. Um, but there's a drink called a Dirty Bong Water. That, yeah, I can get some of that at my friend's house. Right. Um but it's got this it's blue, cloudy hue to it when it's done, but it's like seven things mixed up. Does it got like, what is that, crack or whatever? Blue curacao. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that in it. Crack. I, I honestly forget. I'd have to get the recipe, and it would be expensive because you have to buy seven things to make. Yeah, see, that's and that's why but, I just like a simple I agree with cocktail. you, but with this one, it tastes like, you know how those dehydrated Skittles tasted? Imagine that in a nice, cool drink. I could, I, yeah, I could do that. It one, it's not overly sweet. It's it's sweet, but it's not sweet like this. It's not like a candied sweet. Yeah, and it's it, it was, <laughs> he he developed it as a shot. Well, then we got to the point where we we're like, can I just get some of that in a rocks glass, like <laughs> with some ice, and just sip on it because it was just so smooth. But uh, what maybe one day I'll I'll get all the ingredients and the recipe from him, and I'll make that for you and, instead of making you make the drinks. No, oh, no, that's fine. It, whatever. All right. We should so, get a. We should have like a third person on that's just a bartender. I could probably have him. He's not a bartender anymore, but he did it for years. He was head bartender at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, like we just just someone who has a microphone just makes drinks for us while we're here. Uh-huh. I could talk to him. Have him come down. Put him behind a bar. <laughs> just have him clear off your tabletop. Put all the liquors we have on there and be like, Speaking make us drinks. Speaking of bars, so Uh-oh. I don't have it up on the big screen, um, but I'll I'll explain it. So my sister a couple months ago sent me a text to a realtor listing for the house that we grew up in, in East Liverpool. Oh, okay. That house has a bar in it. That bar, my grandfather built for a restaurant. And now it's in the house. And it's in the house. So he, okay. my grandfather built two bars for this restaurant. Okay. He built the first bar, and then they tore it out and built a bar that was probably four times bigger than the original bar that he built. Jeez. So there used to be, well, I don't know if the rest, the restaurants may still be there, but it's not called Ferrello's anymore. And it was in East End, which is the east side of East Liverpool. It's a really shitty, sketchy ass neighborhood. Like I'll say when you, when you hear something like East End, it just sounds like a bad part of town. It is the legitimate, it it is the, the, the antithesis of crossing the railroad tracks. Like you go over, a certain spot, and you're like, "Holy shit, this area is awful." You're immediately it goes bad. from yeah. somewhat decent to 
Like when the houses have bars on the windows, you know it's bad. Yeah, like it it is it's just like holy shit. I may get shot down here. But the guy's name was Ferrello. He may or may not have been in the mob. He was in the mob. It was Liverpool, not far from Youngstown. There's a lot of mob activity still in His Youngstown. Name His name is Ferrello. That was definitely a front. Um, but my grandfather built this bar for the restaurant. Like okay. him and Ferrello were friends. And so he built this bar. The restaurant took off. And it was an Italian restaurant. Imagine that. Shocker. You walk into this place. So you walk in and it's just a bar. Like from what I can remember, the bar's got to be sixty foot long, seventy Jeez. foot long. It is a huge fucking bar. That's crazy. Mirrors on the walls, almost strip club mirror style. Everything was black. Walls are black. Ceilings black. Floors are blood red. Just in case you know. Yeah, that way if you, you get shot, it just blends right in. It just blends in. So. But this, it's just the bar area was just this enormous area that went straight into the kitchen. And then you walk about, I don't know, a third of the way down the bar, make a right, and you're in the dining area. Okay. All right. We spent, I spent a lot of time there as a kid growing up. Like I cracked my head open on tables down there and got concussions. And, <laughs> and then you grew up and did crack on and, those tables down there. And yeah. And, and, and stitches and all kinds of other shit. But my grandfather, like I said, he built the original bar, which was probably only a 30 foot bar. That's still a pretty big bar. It's a big bar. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a huge fucking bar. But they took that bar out. He put that bar in the house that That's they a had. Huge bar for a house. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna give me a second. Time out. Let's pull this Oh, you're hooking up to the TV. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep the folks entertained so we have good radio while you wait. You sing or something. Uh, me sing. I will sing you a riveting Thanksgiving song. Um, it's. Beginning to look a lot like Thanksgiving. Turkeys everywhere. All right, we killed all the natives dead. We eat right. turkey instead. Let me we find... don't really care what they did. All right, don't read any of these. I'm not even paying attention. Well, you know, I, was, I literally looked down at my glass. So, come on, load. I'm gonna. I, I gotta see if I can find this thing because this thing is. It's kind of, uh, it, the, the bar is absurd. Like the bar area, and it's only a portion of the bar. I, I, I'll put that out there. This, the bar is only a portion of the bar in the house of what it was actually built. Gotcha. And it's a wraparound bar too. So, wraparound. Which means it comes out and, and does like an, an 80, or an 80 degree bend. 90. A 90 degree bend. <laughs> Just an 80 degree Just bend. Just does an 80 degree bend. No big deal. Um, let's see here. You know what? I'm still not looking. You're fine. I don't want to see any of your... Uh, it was on Realtor.com. Well, there's a link to Realtor.com right in your messenger yeah, right now. right there. That's what I want. Okay. <laughs> so that's the house you grew up so in? So this is the house that I grew This is one of the houses I grew up well, in. But this is the primary house that I grew up in in, in East Liverpool. So I would it's, hate it's to an, live in that house. It's no an old what, Cape Cod style house with an under go, garage. You have to go upstairs to get it. To it's, the main floor. It's on a hill. Yeah, I would not I mean, like that. I grew up on a hill. Like, we, that was, we're like, oh, I live on the hill. And everybody knew exactly what that meant. Because there was only one hill one hill in East <laughs> Liverpool. And that's Gilson Avenue. So I grew up on uh, Gilson Avenue. It's an old Cape Cod. And I'll show you what. So this was the living room. Uh, kitchen, obviously. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the sun porch had sliding glass doors everywhere. Yeah. Every right. window was a sliding glass door. Yeah, I see that. It was stupid. 
<laughs> but so this is my bedroom. So in a in typically in a Cape Cod, the entire upstairs is usually one gigantic open room. Mine was split into two open rooms and had a half bath. So the picture, just so the folks listening, you're looking at a picture that looks almost like it's down a hallway, except you're looking down a flight of steps, and then you're looking out into another room. Well, this room expands 20 feet from the middle of the stairs on one side and seven feet from the other side. It's, yeah. it's a fairly expansive room, and then where the picture's taken at the, at the top of the stairs, you've got maybe another 10 feet behind you. Okay. Okay. And then you go down through the doorway to the next room, and it's a room probably twice the size of this in length. So it's probably the same distance from where I'm at to the to the window, which doesn't tell anybody anything. It's like 16 feet. <laughs> that helps nobody listening. But it's like 28 feet long in that other room. It's really wide. It's wide and long, unlike my penis. Uh, so here's the bar. Oh, cool. This is the basement. I love the carpet on the stairs. Well, that's the original carpet when I grew up there. I believe it. That It looks like it's that old. Now, if you look at this carpet. It looks like it was made out of one of those old 80s couches. It does. With the orange and red flowers. Yes. Everybody knows what I'm talking well, about. Well, we had a, an old 80s couch that was just pure yellow flowers down here. Gross. The carpet, what make, it, it's a little hard to see. It's a backgammon, or it's blackjack. I was going to ask if it was some kind of a game table thing. It's blackjack. Oh, yep, there you can see it better. There you go. Oops. Get back to that. Yeah, it's blackjack. Nice. Damn it, or poker. Would you quit doing that? Well, every time I zoom into it, it, it keeps switching. Quit zooming in. I don't want to. I, I need to zoom in. I love the boom box on the bar. Yeah, that is not From mine. From 1994. Now, that picture... That picture is a, was there when I grew up in this house. This th this house is on its like fourth or fifth owner, and that picture is still on that fucking wall. Oh, the picture behind the bar. The picture behind the bar is and the circle the mirror. Are we they, left when we moved out in in 1987, 1988. When we moved out, we left. That's a that's velvet or velour. That's awesome. And the velvet circle mirror. Elvis. That circle mirror is still there. But this is the bar. This is what's left of the bar. So it, that bar is probably seven foot to the to the bend, and then it's got like another three foot wrap around. Yeah, I want that bar. That'd be sweet in the basement. I am trying to figure out if buy the house, get the bar out, sell the house. <laughs> You're gonna shit your pants here in a minute. How much this house is? Going I'm for. gonna guess two fifty. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. My sister thinks I should just walk up and ask them if I can have the bar and tell them, basically, like... My grandpa built that. My grandfather built that. You, you guys should. are selling the house. Can I... I'll buy the bar from you. Yeah. I'll give it. you $1,200 for it. I wouldn't even offer that. I just said, what do you need for that bar? I'll get it out of there. <clears throat> How much? Yeah, because I don't think the bar's attached. I don't... I actually don't think that it's attached. I think you can just pick it up and leave it. And... It looks heavy. This door right here... The Would door that's right garage? next goes to the garage that goes yeah. right outside. I would just go and say, hey, my grandpa built that bar. You're selling the house. Can I get it off you? They may say, yeah, take it for free or say, well, can I buy it? And they may say 400 bucks. And I, I would totally do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would totally on their court. I, I would totally do that. This house, 145,000. Oh, yeah. I way overshot. You way overshot. But and that's not bad. Three bedroom, one and a half bath. Houses in this area. In this area are only selling for 100,000. Yeah, I mean, it's they're asking 
Way too much. And this house went up before Corona. It looks like a good house. It just looks dated. Oh, it's like totally the bones so look good. Just so, the decor is like blue carpet. That that that's, wasn't us. That's a little bit dated. The wood paneling. I don't, I don't, the wood paneling was there. My, that's what my grandparents oh, sure. put in. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's from that era. This basement. Wait, and, go back one. That's a baby. Look seat. at that black and white TV on that old computer desk. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like this is. So here's the here's the irritation for me. We moved into this house. My grandparent, my parents, or my grandparents moved to California, and we moved into this house. After obviously after they moved out, we took over. Um, my dad got a burr up his ass one day and pulled the carpet back and found that the carpet or that the the floors underneath were these beautiful oak hardwood floors. Right, you see that a lot. These motherfuckers <sighs> just quit zooming in. I you can't see it if I don't. They recarpeted the floors. So you guys left the carpet off and had the wood floors. We pulled the carpets up. And then somebody else. My dad sanded the floors, restained them, and sealed them. Hmm. And they recarpeted over those fucking floors. Yeah. Good news is that means the wood's still under there. But who knows how they put the carpet pad down. Probably a lot of glue. Yeah. Irritation set in like immediately when I saw this photo. That um, just looks like a grandparents' home too. It does. The furniture, the decor. Yeah, the it looks very table. much. So this is so the backyard. There, you can see here, right, right here. You can't see where my fingers. No, I can't. <laughs> so there's a there's a little up on the on the far left side where the shrubs are in the background. It's a shrubbery. Well, it's a sidewalk. Yeah, I see the sidewalk. That's where the pool used to be. Oh, okay. They left the sidewalk in and filled in the pool. Okay. The people that bought the house after, when, after us filled the pool in. They put in a garden where the pool was and left the the um, the walkway so they could walk around the garden and took the fence out and everything. I'm like, I fucking hate you people. Perfectly good pool. They didn't want to deal with the maintenance of a pool. I kind of get that. It's not that hard to maintain a pool. So... I'm I'm debating on going back and asking about the bar. Don't debate, just go do it. Well, the the, the debating part is driving back there. I'd call him. Uh, or call the realtor. Maybe. So no, I don't want to call the realtor cuz the realtor they're always out for money. And they may try to use the bar as a selling point to the house. Yeah, true. So, and they may go, "Well, yeah, I'll talk to I'll talk to them. We'll see what they want for it." I don't want that to be an option. Like you said, Hey, my grandfather built that bar. You got your son in the house. I'd like to get it. the bar. <clears throat> so anyway, um, so today, now that we're good thirty minutes into our, into this episode, uh, nothing goes better with Thanksgiving than parades, football, and cartoons. I don't care about football. I know you don't. I was waiting for your next line. We just start staring at each other. I know. I wasn't going to break the gaze. So I said <laughs> cartoons. Okay. So cartoons. Um I actually I wanted to what are you, what are your thoughts on early cartoons like 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s I love them. cartoons? I love them all. I like Rocky and Bullwinkle. I okay. like Captain Caveman. I like um all the old Flintstones, Scooby Doo, Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, all the old ones. I have VHS tapes from some 60s and 70s and 80s cartoons. 
Oh, I don't do that. What do you do? I drank the water. That was left in your glass? Mm. <laughs> it was like shitty sweet tea. <laughs> Not good sweet tea, like bad sweet tea. Um, yeah, so what about Popeye? I mean, I used to watch Popeye. So, what'd you think of, like, Popeye when, so he need you know, everybody knows he, he ate spinach and got super strong. Yeah, it was his Viagra. Yeah, but in most cases, when he opened a can of spinach, he squeezed it. Yeah. He was already crazy strong. Well, yeah, that's the forearms. That's natural strength. But to get next level strength where you can hit Bluto and send somebody that big flying backwards 30 feet. I feel like he already had that strength. Maybe. Like he didn't need the spinach. Because not uh, well, most people, like even strongmen, couldn't squeeze a can of spinach mm, and get it open. I said most. Yeah, I'd like to see somebody try, though. Yeah. That'd be fascinating to me. Um, I think the spinach. So what you're posturizing is. Uh, posteriorizing it, it, it's, it's, is that the spinach is a placebo thing, kind of like in in Space Jam, where Michael's secret stuff was just water. Yeah, but it made all the Toon Squad play way better because they thought they thought they, they had getting... something special. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've never really cared enough to think about what about the like, relevance of the spinach. What about Bluto? What about him? He's a rapist. Uh, he's an attempted rapist. Yeah, I don't think he ever succeeded, but he tried a lot. He tried a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right, and all for olive oil, who's like the most unattractive looking cartoon probably ever. Pretty much, yeah. I can't think of many cartoon women that um, are more unattractive. So I, I I did a little research because you know planning and and things, but ten facts that'll change the way you look at classic cartoons. Here, pour me some a little bit of that Grim Marnie. You want some of that? Yeah, yeah I want to. Let try me it. get some of that. Just so we, get, I got something to sip on slowly while we're. I mean, it's, it's Thanksgiving, rainy, cold season, and... It is rainy and shitty outside. All right, so 10 facts so that will change th- so the way is, yeah. you look at classic cartoons. Right. By Joe Vigliotti. So... In the, the mob. So, the Flintstones, you know, we all know about, the, like, the Flintstones and Heckle and Jekyll and the Jetsons and... Uh, what else? We got Popeye, Woody Woodpecker, Looney Tunes. Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Uh, that's, yeah. That's so, a really obscure one. Yeah. So, um, Bosco. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Danger Mouse. Um, so, with, you know, Pinky and the Brain. It's uh, a, one's a genius, the other's insane. Yeah. But which one's which? Uh, that one, I, and I've actually read a few things about this in the past, this particular which one's really insane. And I still watch Pinky and the Brain today because it's on Hulu. Oh, is it? All of them. Oh, I might go. I would definitely watch them then. I, I've been seeing a Maniacs too. It, on Hulu. Hulu. Right. They're, they okay. did a reboot to it. It's not bad. It's actually pretty good. Really? But yeah, Hulu has all of the Animaniacs episodes. And then they also have the new Animaniacs episodes. And then they also have Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. Yeah, and I've and I'm not I haven't read this article here yet in front oh. of us, but as I understand, some people are saying Brain is insane, trying to take over the world. He's got these illusions of grandeur, and Pinky intentionally foils his plans. Yes, for the safety of humanity. Right? As is an that idiot, kind of the premise. Well, that's it's like he's playing dumb. Like, oops, I totally screwed up. That you is, would have dominated the world if it wasn't for me. That is my thought, and that okay. was my thought when I was a kid. Like, which. I don't know if I thought that as a kid. I think I just watched it and was entertained by it. Well, I watched and entertained, but it was... But I never really had a thought. The question way, was, 
my my question was which one's the one that's a genius and which one's the one that's insane. Like that was always my question. Cuz it seemed insane to me that you were trying to take over the world but you're always inventing like these crazy genius What it seemed to me is that they were mice. <laughs> well, they were mice. Talking mice at yeah. that. So the um, one time Pinky comes up with his own plan in an episode cleverly entitled Pinky's Plan, a world domination foil actually works. It's the only one. Pinky becomes the head of the Federal Reserve, which we should abolish, until, spoiler alert, Brain screws it up. Everything in the show points to Pinky being the genius and Brain being insane. Yeah. Uh, I could get on board with that. I'd have to go back and watch them all again with, you know, a, through a different lens, so to speak. But So this one, the, and these are facts. Um, I didn't know this. Gilligan's Gilligan was influenced by Scooby Doo. No, Gilligan influenced Scooby Doo. Or influenced Scooby Doo, sorry. But not to read through that. That's just more of a headline thing. So oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so we're not gonna explain how. <laughs> no, I, I didn't I didn't plan on it because that would entail reading the article. <laughs> okay. I said so we're gonna make some changes. We're just not gonna change everything. Y'all just gonna have to guess on that one. <laughs> Take us at our word it <laughs> happened, and you can figure out why. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. So, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. The uh, the Archie show, I remember that too. Um, not Archie Bunker. That Carol O'Connor. Yeah. That's not a cartoon. But it was funny. And I like it still today. So basically, Bob Denver, in a show he was on called The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis, inspired... Uh, Dobie, Thalia, and Zelda became the basis for Fred, Velma, and Daphne. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's see. That's pop culture reference no one ever caught. That's, uh, that's Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, um, which was actually supposed to be called something else. I think it was like um, Jasper and Jinx. Yeah, it was something like that. But Tom has a cousin. Named Jasper. Or no, Jer- Jerry the has a, a cousin named Jinx. Or maybe that's Jinx the Cat I'm thinking of. So many cartoons. So many cartoons. Uh, Ghostbusters cartoon copycat isn't the one you think. I don't know about that. So this is this is one I like. I read this one. slow Because I was a big fan of Slowpost Rodriguez. Uh, he became a victim of political correctness. I like the first sentence. In the world of Mexican mice, it's hard to top Speedy Gonzalez. Yes. <laughs> it's just, I just love everything about that. So Slowpoke. In the world of Mexican mice. <laughs> I like which, Mexican mice. Which is always, you know, in but, the forethought of our minds. But Slowpoke was, I mean, he, he was slow. He talked slow. He moved slow. But he moved with intention. Yeah, he reacted I mean, slow. Everything was a reaction. Yeah. Amazon removed all of the Slowpoke Rodriguez episodes. Cartoon Anyone, Network did too, it says. Is it Cartoon Network? Yeah. Okay. And I think, well, well, okay, well, maybe it was Cartoon Network, and I read it as Amazon. I'm an idiot. Oh, well, there, no, there, there, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then they, but they ended There's up bringing them back. There's a prejudice warning on Amazon Prime listings. That's what it was. Which is stupid. That's just so, so dumb. Um, Roadrunner, this one's a good too. So I was a big fan of Roadrunner and Coyote. One of my favorites. Yeah. So I there was a Coyote keychain from the Disney store I got at City Center. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Or WB store, whatever. WB store. Yeah, they're WB. Um, so Chuck, the creator, set forth a, a couple ground rules. One, Roadrunner could never hurt Coyote. 
Yeah, he just evaded. He never hurt him. Coyote was always hurt or influenced by his own products. Yep. Gravity was his biggest foe. Yep. And everything had to be ordered from Acme. Yep. All makes sense. The best. I remember that. The best. Um, according to this, SpongeBob lives at the bottom of a nuclear testing site, which would yeah, make sense. Yeah, the Bikini Atoll. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a well-known thing, I think. Oh, I didn't it's know It's supposed that. to be the Bikini Atoll where they tested the nukes. That's why it's called Bikini Bottom. Oh, I hate SpongeBob. And that's why it's like, oh, all these things are these wacky characters now because nuclear testing. <clears throat> this one is my favorite, though, out of, off this website. Jane Jetson was a teen mom. Okay, I haven't heard this one. I haven't heard this one either, but according to this, Jane says she's 33 years old. Okay. Okay. Judy is 16, which would make Jane 17 when she had Judy. But that makes George Jetson 24 when he was banging Jane. Well, things were different way back in the future. I guess they were. <laughs> and there's a 10-year difference between Judy and... Um, Leroy. Yeah. Elroy. Elroy. There it is. Leroy, Leroy Jetson. <laughs> Leroy Jetson. <laughs> so, I just I thought that was interesting. Um, there was... Another piece that I found. So, like, there's Popeye. Um, I did not read through this one. Uh, 25 facts we didn't need to know. Things that'll change your childhood. So, according to, like, some Looney Tunes episodes are too racist for TV. Yes, today they are, for and, sure. And today, oh, I think almost every sure. episode of Looney Tunes is too much for TV. I've got a VHS tape of Porky Pig. Out in the Middle East singing, and it's like, I can picture, and I, I should bring it in, we should watch it, because uh, I'm going, to... there's no way in hell this would happen today. No. There's no a way. lot of things. like Which, to be fair, people were getting away with racism a lot more back in the 30s, 40s, 50s. <laughs> like <laughs> They were, but there was a lot less political correctness. It, it's part political correctness, but historically, white people in America have been racist for eons. I love being a white person in America. Amen. <laughs> Hey, Mo, how are you doing? <laughs> um, but, no, it, it is, like, just the cartoon violence today on some on Looney Tunes. Like, yeah. Daffy getting shot in the face and blowing his it bill around, around yeah. like, three times around his face. Elmer Fudd being, you know, mentally challenged. <laughs> I don't know if he's mentally challenged or he just has a speech impediment. Well, I say that because he's very slow. Well, so is, um... But Porky Pig has a speech impediment. Yeah. So does Taz. Taz has a speech impediment, <laughs> but he's hopped up on Adderall. Yeah, he's hopped up on many things, I think. Yeah, like methamphetamines. Yes. Um, bugs just being... Awesome. Awesome and trans transgendered, always dressing up as a woman. I think he's always just dressing up, because he dressed up as men, too. He did, like, cowboy stuff. Oh, he did. Well, he did it, that it, to, to I, confuse Yosemite Sam. I feel like Bugs or he dressed played, as a hunter. To, played into the um, situation. Maybe. Whatever the situation called for. Maybe. Didn't want to do that. I didn't even know what that one was you scrolled past. Which one? This one? No. This one? Yeah. Gem. Never even heard of it. Gem and the Holograms. Yeah, Gem and the Holograms. Um, Never heard of it. It was on USA Network. I've heard of Josie and the Pussycats. It's Josie it's kind of a newer Pussycats. newer age version of that, except they don't go on crazy adventures. Newer, except that's the whole concept of the 1980s cartoon show, Jim. 
I guess. <laughs> well, when I when I say newer, like newer than Josie and the Pussycats, because that was in the the seventies. It was also through the nineties, though. Mm. They were making new ones in the nineties. Were they? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, I I honestly I don't know. I just like. I'm gonna find let's out. Let's see. Oh, well, Sally was verse, voiced by Fergie in '84 and '85. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, Sally Brown from the. Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, I loved. So I was, but they, I didn't catch the train on Ed, Ed, and Eddie until I was an adult. And when they'd sing about Plank, my best friend Plank, uh-huh. dude, I lost it. That was hilarious to me. They looked at porno mags, like I caught onto this back then. Yeah, um, but the magazines they were always looking at were were porn. I was looking at naked ladies. Um, let's see, bah, they're bah, naked bah. ladies. Scooby-Doo, yeah, the cast of Scooby-Doo would literally be dead by now with all the stuff that they go on. They would just get shot for walking around in one of the houses and breaking and entering. I mean, they did a lot of B&Es. And that's not oh, yeah. bacon and eggs. Mm, bacon and eggs. What is that turkey? Okay. I still want bacon and eggs. Okay. We need to make this other shot here. You're right, we do. Also, um, let's see. Wait, we've got all kinds of stuff. Oh, Animaniacs apparently made a dirty joke about Prince. I can see that happening. Oh, that's a classic one. Yeah. He, when Yakko tells Dot does for Prince, or find look for Prince, and she's holding Prince. And he goes, no, fingerprints. And she goes, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Mel Blanc has uh, That's All Folks on this tombstone. I did know that. I did not know that. Yeah, I knew but that But that one. is great. The diesel has departed. Slowly. He's getting slower up and down the steps every week. He uh, was standing at the bottom of the steps today whining. <laughs> He's like, I want up there, but I can't. Well, I wasn't going to go help him. And I was just like, come on. And Harley stood at the top of the steps. She's like, come on, buddy. You can do no. it. You can do it. I'm like, don't baby him. Teletubbies is fucking. Has what? What did it say? I don't know. I. Has been destroyed. Good. Oh, the set has been. Who cares? Good. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Uh, this little fuck right here, Caillou. It's Caillou. What a fucking pussy. This kid is the biggest goddamn bald-headed baby. Yeah, wasn't he like a four-year-old, though? Or six-year-old or something? Yeah, he has to been older than that. But what a shitty fucking cartoon to come out of Canada. Really? Yes. I remember watching Caillou, but I don't remember having any feeling either way. He, like, Lexi used to, I'm like, we're not watching Caillou. Like, the, you're not watching Caillou. Caillou is going to make you way too soft. So how did the voice actress die at 17 years old? Well, I don't know. Well, scroll down. Probably heroin. On the way to a seven, another TV project in the Friends of Man, lost control, collided with a truck, and burst into flames. Yeah, heroin. Both, <laughs> heroin. <laughs> Both teenagers died instantly. Jeez. Yeah, I was not, a, I, I, I did not like. Caillou. I hate Caillou. Uh, this next one I have heard of. About Chucky's mom not always being dead in Rugrats. Oh, yeah? I've always heard. I've also heard that. Um, Rugrats was great. There's other conspiracy theories around Rugrats, like a lot. There's like how the twins are, were born. They had a kid. Because you know, the twins' parents are like schizo kind of. Yeah. There's this theory that the kid was born, stillborn. So they didn't know if it was boy or female, like male or female. So they just imagine Phil and Lil are, because they know 
or something like that. They lost the kid. Didn't know if it was male or female, so they should imagine both. So they're like fictional. So Phil and Lil aren't real. Yeah. Like, oh, there's this whole thing where it's all Tommy's make-believe and what each of the other kids represent from what he's experienced in his young life. And there's some weird conspiracy theories on it. Not conspiracy theories, I guess. Uh, alternative theories. I would go with conspiracy theory. That's fine. Okay. Um, 25. This is so... Let's do the shot and let's do. Okay. Let's read some of these unfun facts about our kid, our, our cartoons that we used to watch. Okay. So you get the shot glasses ready. I got them. This is a dessert shot. You this said. is called. Well, I think it'll. I think it will be just because the ingredients. It's called the B fifty two. Okay. Okay. So first, you put in a third. You're. This is all in thirds. So the first third is the Grand Marnier. All right. I don't think I'm gonna do it in thirds, but whatever I do it in, it'll be equal amounts. Whatever. I mean, it's it's one to one to one, whatever. Ooh, okay, maybe I'll be doing it. <laughs> Woo, shit, I almost dropped the bottle. Okay. All right, now you take the Kahlua and you pour it slowly over the back of the bar spoon. Yep. Because it's going to hopefully turn out like a pretty layered shot. Karura. Karura. At least this is... If you do good it right, stuff. it'll look all pretty and be good for a picture. Well, the problem is, is I can never get this pour over right. Oh, and I just spilled it on my table. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm spilling it again. I didn't bring up any. Just look it up. No, it's on a mat. Uh, suck it up, buttercup. I might have to. All right, here we go. Suck it up. Suck it up. Oh, now I see why Liz married you. That's the good stuff there. My tongue has little like little fibers on it. It's got little suction cups like a uh I was gonna say tentacle was, of an octopus. I was gonna say it's more like a cat's tongue where it has the little Alright, hold on. I need to add a little more to this. Ah oh, motherfucker. Did you spill it again? Yes. How how? Those it's not coming out of, it's not coming out of the bottle properly. It's running down the neck of the out of the mouth of the bottle and down the neck. <laughs> Because it's a shitty bottle design. All right, go ahead. And then you just do that with uh, the Bailey's Irish cream for the right. last. We're, this isn't layered, by the way. It's it's just all <laughs> all foobar. Yeah. Ugh. Man, I thought we'd have a good, pretty little drink. I, I tried, but I can't layer. That's also why I let you do that. I'm not a I'm not good at the layering. Yeah, there's no layering here. I I should probably learn how to layer these things. But be, oh, wow, touching you, touching you. But what we got because we're using a skull shot glass, it actually looks like a brain. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, we got kind of a brain looking thing going on in here. This is going to be awful. This photo. Going to be a bad picture? The light's just not good. Yeah, you're all like backlit. No, it's just shitty lighting in here. Turn your flash on. No, because then that'll wash it out. Flash on a mobile phone is the worst. Yeah, but then you can go to Snapseed and edit it. And... All right, you're right. It does look... It looks like a brain. Like brain matter. Yeah. In a skull shot glass. Yeah, looks like a brain. 
All right, over the lips and past the tongue. Look out, stomach. Here it comes. Cheers. Smells good. Kinda. I think I like that. That is very much a dessert shot. I like that though. I like it too. That was really good. But Kahlua and Bailey's is always good. Well, yeah. But that had that fruit. It, t- it tasted like a chocolate covered fruit or something, you know? Or cream covered, I guess. That was really good. Give me your shot glass. Uh oh. I like where this is going. Me too. That was really good. Well, let's make it better. Okay. You had me at give me your shot glass. Touching me. A little bit of that. Sweet vermouth stuff. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, Karura. So you just did bourbon. Old Forester. Kahlua. You're just kind of making, you're going off the chain here on the fly. Yeah. That's what happens when I give you too many ingredients. And I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. Some bourbon cream. I almost got Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. You should have. Instead of the Bailey's Irish cream. You should have got it anyway. Cause they have a bunch down there at Pit Stop. Oh, I know. Everybody has it now. Like Kroger Crazy. has it. Pit Stop I've has, it. Fridge, has it. I've got some my fridge, but it's been in it. there for like a year. And I'm not it's sure. It's not good there. anymore. <laughs> so that'll probably be going down the drain. I finally, last night, I poured out that one beer you gave me like a year ago. I opened it and tasted it, and you were right. The tea one? I forget what it was. Try that. All right. This looks about the same. It's pretty close to the same. Smells a little different. We Did you put Grand Marnier in this too? I did. So we basically just added bourbon to what we just did. To yes. To B-52. This is a bourbon 52. It's what the B stands for. That's, there you go. It's a, It was a 52 before. Now it's a B-52. Oh. Is that a thing? Like a, sure. I don't care. Okay. Here we go. So much better. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, that's delicious. That is. I think this on the rocks would be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Just take that everything and just. I did it one to one. Like one to one, no measuring. That's good. This is easily a four. That's really good. The, without, so, the, without the whiskey, it was like a two five. With the whiskey, yeah, without it became the whiskey, a four. I still say try it, but this is phenomenal. So this is one part Grand Marnier, one part bourbon. One part Bailey's ice cream and one part Kahlua. Yes. Phenomenal. This is amazing. I want to call this the Brandon 52. Buckhorn 52. Buckhorn 52. There you go. It was done on the show. Might as well give the uh, intellectual property to the show. I appreciate that. Because the show is now a person and an entity. It is? Why not? Okay. I mean, if Facebook can be a person because they're an, a corporation. No, we're a corporation then. Then our podcast can be a person. Buckhorn Incorporated. That's right. I love this. This is really good. Mm. Yeah. Well, Bailey's and whiskey goes well together anyway. That just true. Mm. Oh, and there's a little burn right there on the the end of that. All right. So back to our cartoons. Let's finish this up. We got 25 unfun facts about that you didn't know about kids' cartoons. We're not going to go through all, and we're just going to hit the ones. All right, let's go. So, um, yeah. All the Toy Story toys go to prison for life. Let, I'll tell you what. Let's read the titles of them, and then we'll just decide what to talk about. Hit, hit the ones as we read the titles. <clears throat> so, the Toy Story life sentence. All these toys go to prison for life. Uh, I like Toy Story. I don't know about them going to prison for life. I think they're... 
I mean, I guess they're already in prison because they have to. I mean, they're toys. <laughs> they're. I, I would say it's more like slavery than prison. I guess, but they feel it's their life purpose to be a toy. So, I don't know. But, but they're, they're saying that any puts them in the attic and they stay there forever, trapped in the dark. Well, no, because they—that's not true. Because they end up going to a uh, spoiler alert. They end up going to a daycare. Yeah, in Toy in Story the, three. In no four. It's for the day. No three is the daycare. Four is where they go to like the carnival and all that. And they meet Mister Sporky guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but and I thought then, they were still at the daycare though. They were just traveling with what's her name, the little girl. Yeah, because she takes the them from the daycare. Yeah. Which, but yeah, three is the daycare one. Okay, that's based it though. All right. Um, I was never a big fan of Adventure Time. I liked some of the one-liners in the memes and stuff, but I never really watched it much. But they're say they're comparing Adventure Time to Game of Thrones. Also, something I've never watched, so I have no input on this one altogether. I can only say that Game of Thrones was pretty complex, and I didn't tie everything together. But I've never watched Adventure Time. Moving on, then. Sue me. Care Bears are Big Brother. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever watched Care Bears in the 80s? I mean, years ago, yeah. In the 80s? They were constantly standing up there on their, their high clouds, looking down over kids and making sure that they didn't do the things that they thought they wanted to do. And they would do their little Care Bear countdown and then, like, stick out their bellies and, you know, do their thing. Like me, but with superpowers. In Fluffy. Yeah. Okay. You're like lumpy. I am. I'm very lumpy. Yeah. Um, SEAL Team Care. That's a... Stupid. So stupid. That's what they <laughs> refer to. Um, <clears throat> I love the Powerpuff Girls. And I it's on Hulu, and I still watch it. have not watched a lot of the Powerpuff Girls. I did watch some, but very, very little. I was a big fan in the, nine, in like the early 2000s yeah. of all the stuff that Cartoon Network had going on. Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo. I like Johnny Bravo. I like Dexter's Laboratory. I've been referred to as Johnny Bravo a couple um, times. I liked Courage the Cowardly Dog a lot. Yeah, I like Courage. You know what, what cartoon I really miss? Two Stupid Dogs. That was a good one. Ren and Stimpy. Well, Ren and Stimpy's classic. I mean, sure. I'm trying to find. So there's two. I've, I've been trying to find Dexter's Laboratory for yep. streaming Yep, for free. It's not any of the any of the networks yet, um, because I think it's just so popular they can still charge for it. And um, Ren and Stimpy, yeah, Ren and, Ren and Stimpy, you'll never find iconic for for streaming. Beavis and Butthead was another one that I like too, but just the like all the stuff that they were doing right there in like ninety nine to two thousand two on Cartoon Network was pretty good stuff, dude. I remember when I first discovered. Um, Oh, I was just thinking of when you were talking, and I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, I can think of the theme song. My name is Sheikh Zula, the Mike Ruler. Oh, um, yeah, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Thank you. I oh, have, my goodness, dude. I have an Aqua Teen Hunger Force Me, like, we season set. We used to binge watch that. We'd get the DVDs and just, yeah. oh, my gosh. It, that's back when I lived with Andy. Jay would come over. We would just watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force all the time. Meat Wad, Master Shake. Uh, me walk, get the honey, see. Me Frylock. Get the money, see. Frylock, get them all. Yeah. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Um. <laughs> I just thought of a thing where me and they're, they're watching that rapper, whatever the rapper was. That MC Chris. MC Chris. 
and all this. You can the, find him on Spotify. And, yeah, in one episode, <laughs> there's something where somebody's wig or something fell off, their hair fell out, and meanwhile, everybody's talking. You know, meanwhile, just do his own thing. Yeah. He's like, is that hair? And they're all just talking, ignoring me. He goes, that is hair. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and I've, I've never been able to forget that line. That is hair. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. MC Chris was the one that they always referenced. Yes. And he has, like, he's probably most known for his song called Boba Fett. Yeah. I, and I've heard, I know somebody that's went and seen MC Chris, I guess. Oh, yeah. He, he tours. He's, so, he's a legitimate, like, yeah. DJ rapper. That's funny. That's a Dude, great show. It's a great show. Uh, Turtles. Um, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. was good. Like the one from the 80s. Yeah. The and original. then after that, they all kind of went to shit. 80s and 90s was the same one. Was it? Yeah. It, it ran into the 90s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then after that, it kind of just went to garbage. They and came back with the, like, these 3D, like... Yeah, I didn't know. I, I tried to watch that one because I got excited they came back out, and I wasn't into and it. And then they did an animation version, like an anime version, and then they did this 3D, yeah. ver- like a more 3D version, and it was just it, garbage. Um, This is one I didn't know, and this is now the second time it's coming up. Smurfette from the Smurfs yeah. was actually created by Gargamel, and she was a brunette. Okay, so let's call out the trend of this article since you have guessed it by now. Cartoons that have been fond, you have a fond mini- memory of have surprisingly mature backstories. Case in point, the cutest of all classic cartoons, the Smurfs. Get ready for a biological analysis of the Smurfs. So the Smurfs are all male and do not reproduce naturally. New Smurfs are delivered to the village by a stork and no one knows where they came from. We do know where the only female Smurf comes from, though. But there's more. Th- no, there isn't. She isn't the only sm- female Smurf. Yeah, she is. No, there's Sasset. There's another. That's not one of the originals. She's not one of the originals. Oh, no, okay. it, that doesn't say originals. The evil source. I've never heard of Sasset. The evil sorcerer Gargamel, more on him later, who created Smurfette to corrupt and deceive the Smurfs so he can more easily abduct them. Yikes. Looks like the Smurfs creator, Peyo, needs some diversity training. So he was saying, they're saying that Gargamel created Smurfette to yeah. distract the Smurfs so he could steal them. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't work, though. Actually, she was brunette, and Papa Smurf cast a spell on her to make her blonde because she repented for all of her sins. Oh. And Gargamel is basically another word for the devil. Yeah, obviously he likes cats. Yeah. so I like cats, though. Yeah, I mean, they taste okay. Uh, SpongeBob, I can't stand. Yeah, we talked about that one. Yeah. The Flintstones aren't in the past. It's set in the same... The Jetsons and the Flintstones are in the same future. So there's a long-standing theory supported by multiple crossover episodes that suggests the Flintstones and the Jetsons exist not only in the same universe, but at the same time. That's dumb. I could see the Flintstones being after the Jetsons, like post-apocalyptic kind of thing. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense how the Jetsons are so advanced and the Flintstones are so... Well, this says the theory is that the Jetsons live a, live above a post-nuclear wasteland that is essentially the Stone Age. Because they all live in the sky. Right. And they but never travel below the buildings. I guess. That, that's, that's a little far-fetched to me. Is it, though? Yeah, it really I is. Don't think that, I don't think it could be. I think it is because there's no way they don't interact. No, but there's obviously in the Jetsons, gravity still exists. That means they're close enough to Earth that gravity affects them. Well, yeah. So there's no way they don't know about the Flintstones and vice versa. Well, I'm not saying they don't know about them. So the Flintstones are just looking up, like, look at those efforts flying around their cars. We're down here breaking rocks for a living. Yeah. 
You know what? That is that is society in a nutshell. That is Hanna Barbera in a nutshell. And the Porky Gun Porter, which, by the way, Hanna Barbera leaving Kings Island, terrible. I didn't know that happened. Are they still there? It was I know, par- it I changed know. from Paramount's Kings Island to whatever it is now. Years ago, do they still have Hanna Barbera Land? I haven't I'm been there. Sure. I, I, I mean, the last time I was there, I saw Huckleberry Hound, and oh, that's a great one too. Right? Classic. So. The the question is why is there so many abandoned buildings in Scooby Doo? Because they're in Detroit. Makes sense. There you go. We don't need. That's it. Uh, It's not just Eeyore's messed up. Oh yeah, no. Every one of them is like a different mental disorder. Yeah, like narcissism or, um, like like Eeyore's obviously depression. Well, yeah. Um, Then you've got Tigger who's like on crack. Yep. Like a Pooh is worried constantly. No, Piglet's worried. Pooh's gluttony. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, that's not. That's yeah. They're all effed up. They're all messed up. Um, yeah. We don't care if Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are ripoffs rip of Daredevil. Daredevil. I don't. Yeah. How? How? Okay. I need. I need to know how now. Despite being black and white, the original comic covers clearly identify the turtles as having red bandanas. The only way to tell them apart is with their weapons, which were the classic quartet of bow, nunchuck, sai, and katana. Um. While the use of toxic waste was the origin story is common for the point of niche now, this particular toxic waste cancer isn't similar to how young Matt Murdock lost his sight and gained his super sense. It's literally the exact same toxic waste cancer. Okay. But how's okay, that a rip so off? The, yeah, the Turtles were created as a parody of many Marvel properties which share the same origin story as Daredevil. After the toxic cancer beans Murdock directly in the eyes, it bounces into the sewer or it also mutates the turtles in a, in a certain wise old rat. How's that a ripoff? That's not a ripoff. No. That's just saying they're in the same universe. Yeah. They exist not... on the same plane. Yeah. Arnold isn't the hero of his own show. That's hey Arnold show was I a like. good show yeah. as well. The hey dude had a really football head. He had a football for a head. Did you, wasn't there an episode where they talked about... Yeah, no. I don't I'm know. Thinking, I'm thinking of Family Guy with Stewie. But he has got a football for a head. He even mentioned it. Move over, football head. They call oh, him yeah. football head. Yeah. He's got an abnormally weird head to everybody else in the show. Yeah. He does. What about hay monsters or real monsters? Real monsters. Yeah. Remember that? There's all the little monsters that lived in the sewers or whatever. The one held his eyeballs up. Uh-uh. Oh, dude. Uh-uh. That's Pinky in the Brain. We talked about that. Aladdin doesn't actually happen. What? Um, that's what it says. Think about the beginning of Aladdin, Arabian Nights. Close. Lighthearted, parkour-based larceny. Almost. A weird old man in the desert trying to sell you a magic lamp. Bingo. The viewer wanders through the desert, encounters a merchant who tries to sell them a variety of useless items. He creates a fantasy for you, helping you into the shoes of a young man. Help, yeah, helping you into the shoes of a young man down on his luck who got everything because of this lamp right here. Only 10 months payment of one gold Derek. Derek. Not convinced? Try this. Robin Williams did the voice for both characters, <clears throat> and they look very similar. Blue cloth, fun beard, red belt. The director even recently confirmed the peddler and the genie are the same character, but revealed, but the, the real was, and the ending was cut. So he's basically saying that it's not the, it's just a story and it never actually happened. Mm. It's just a guy trying to sell you shit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Remember yep. Real Monsters? Now? Yes, love that. Love that cartoon. 
Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, sorry, but Snow White... It's about obsession. Is about obsession. Oh yeah, it's oh yeah. All the all the doors represent something. Yeah, sleepy, coffee, dopey, drunky, drunk, angry. My father never came back from getting milk. Happy. My father went away too and didn't come back. Um. <laughs> that made me think of the episode we didn't release about the orphanage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, such a good episode uh, that we couldn't it, release. I know. All right. We'll just continue to reference it so people <laughs> Nobody have to has a to clue. Um, Looney Tunes. We talked about Looney Tunes being censored, completely not for kids. Tiny Tiny Tunes was just an extension of Looney Tunes. Yeah, Tiny Tunes. I watched every day when I got home from school. Tiny Tunes, Animaniacs, Hysteria. Yep. You remember Hysteria? Hysteria. No, it came on. It was only out for like two seasons. Came on after Animaniacs, and it was all history based. Jetsons only did a season. The Jetsons? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Apparently they came out. Oh, did they? I guess. This is what this says. The journey of Ren and Stimpy is strange when going from a whacked out Nickelodeon cartoon to full on grown up party for Spike TV in the aughts. That would be the 2000s for those that don't understand anything from the 1900s. (laughs) Uh, This journey allowed the creator of the pair... To finally embrace something that had been in, in his intention all along before Nickelodeon made him change it to meet the standards. Ren and Stimpy are in love and are a couple. That's a really whacked out couple. That is an abusive relationship. It makes sense. Oh, it does. Stimpy is a power bottom. Uh, power bottom or power top? He's a power bottom. He's always showing his butt. Well, they both always show their butts. But he's always showing his butt. They they both do that. Yeah. With Ren being the air overbearing jerk to supposed lover. Yes, he's a, he's a power top, I think. Ren is. Stimpy is the most flattering presentation of gay love on screen. Oh, it's not the most. It's the pressing fact of entertainment. This was one of the only acknowledged gay couples on television at the time. Yeah. Um... That I didn't like. So they're showing they show it. It's, it's uh, was that sausage party was the movie. Oh yeah, I never watched that. I started it and it looked so stupid. Like it was two dumb. In it was dumb that I couldn't stick with it. It was dumb. And then I've never really watched an episode of Bob's Burgers, but that's not a eighties or nineties. Scroll cartoon. back up though. Well, this one isn't eighties or nineties. It just said your favorite cartoons. Well, this says Bob's Burgers I, is not doing well. Bob's Burgers is one of my favorite cartoons ever. It is hilarious. I think you would love it. Honestly, I might. Um, because it is very, it's very much your style of humor. But the guy who does Bob is the same guy who plays Archer, who does the voiceover for Archer. I never got into Archer. I got into Archer. Did you? I never yeah. did. It's the same character. It's, or it's the same voice. So think of one guy who was constantly, like, talking about drinking and doing all this stuff and fuck you, Lana, and blah, 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 blah. I mean, blah, I've seen clips of it. I've seen memes. And then whatever. And I've, I've seen, like, clips here and there of Bob's Burgers. That's how I know it's the same character, the same actor. But I don't know what he does, other than I assume he owns just a little. I I assume he owns a burger joint called Bob's Burgers. This one they're saying isn't unknown. They're saying that Bob's Burgers, like their restaurant isn't doing well. They literally joke like all the time about not being able to pay rent. Nobody's in the restaurant. They try all these specials. Like Bob's life is just he's like Job. Like anything that can't go wrong will go wrong. 
His kids like sabotage him. His wife's wacky off the wall. But I think I think you would like Bob's Burgers. I probably would. I love it. I've seen every episode up until this last season. I've got something to catch up on. Like when, uh, A guy I know, a guy I trained at Abercrombie when I worked there, he ended up leaving A&F, starting his own company, and does a lot of stuff with his company at Comic-Cons that's all Bob Burger related. Oh, really? Like, he sets up an entire booth, and it's nothing but Bob Burgers. Bob's hmm. Burger. It's, I'm just like, I, I don't get it, but okay. Yeah. But funny. I've never watched it, so I can't, I can't say that it's a horrible show. Yeah, no, so, it's probably one of my favorites. Um, that's all I got. Like, I, I went through and did, like, a bunch of, like, looking, and I don't care about this one. This one's stupid, um, article-wise. But I was just, like, trying to figure out different different cartoons. Like, I was listening to, I can't remember what show I was listening to, and it, it talked about Popeye and Bluto. And then I started thinking about, like, Heckle and Jekyll and Mighty Mouse and all of those old shows. Like, there's, they're all great cartoons for the time that couldn't get away with a lot of the shit they did then today. Oh, they couldn't. Well, Steve Carell said he has no interest in ever seeing an Office reboot because they couldn't do the same things. And that was just early 2000. Like, 2004 is the first season of The Office. And isn't The Office like a recreation of a show from the UK? It's an adaptation. The first okay. season kind of follows along, but from there on, they started writing it's their, their own, own thing. Okay. Um, but it's funny because he'd, he'd said that in an interview a couple years back. And then I read an article last spring, this past spring or something. There's like one of the episodes called Diversity Day, which is hilarious, got canceled off Netflix. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Because it's like they all have different ethnicities on their forehead. And they have to ask questions, figure out who they are. <laughs> Dwight's, like Dwight says, Asian. So he goes up to Pam and he's like, come on. She's like, I don't think I should say anything. Like, you know, I don't want to be basically saying I don't want to say nothing racist. Yeah. And Dwight's like, come on. She's like, okay, I don't believe this, but according to some people, and again, I don't, you know, whatever. She's like, this is not me, but some people might say that you would be a very bad driver. And he goes, oh, man, am I a woman? (laughs) 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 But it's just like, it's also off the wall, stereotypical, but but literally the writers even said, and, and I think Mindy Kaling was one of the writers on that. She's Indian. Yeah. And she was one of the writers a scene, for the show. Yeah, there's a scene where Michael's being very stereotypical towards her being Indian, and she slaps him. They were talking, though, like, we wrote that, making fun of, like, to to dissuade people from being stereotypical and racist. Like, yeah. It's literally pointing out the worst in people. Yeah. We're making light of the fact that this exists today. But with Woke Nation today, you, exactly. can't, you can't have that. People, because... people just look at what's on the server. They don't look for the real meaning. They don't understand. I mean... Let, let's so I'm I'm gonna use our friend DJ as an example, um, and we talked about it on the un the the unpublished show of DJ the Alabama Cut. white sauce. Yes, we did. Oh yeah, that's where we talked about the white sauce. That's where we talked about the Alabama white sauce. Alabama white sauce is like mayo, Worcestershire, 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 uh, horseradish, salt, pepper, garlic, and maybe like something. Yeah, else. Yeah, it's like some other. It's some sauce, but it's it's just it is it. It's ranch dressing. I, I did a basic search. It's a white sauce that originated in Alabama. That's it. Okay. So, but 
you know, our buddy DJ sent us things. He's like, come on, motherfuckers, you bunch of crackers. What the fuck is he like? Blah, 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 blah. It sounds like it comes wrapped in a MAGA hat and you get a free AR-15. And I'm like, well, give me that AR then. Yeah. I'll add that shit <laughs> to my collection. Me, sign me up. I'll buy four or five. Um, It's the same thing. Like, and, and I love DJ, but he sends us that tongue in cheek, but he doesn't like it. He doesn't like that it's called Alabama White Sauce. That is what I get from DJ. If you would ask me with no context and I didn't see that, and you said, what's Alabama White Sauce? I thought we were playing the Urban Dictionary game, and I definitely would have associated with banging your sister. Yeah. <laughs> and what comes as a result of that. Right. <laughs> I, I I mean, and maybe we should make a uh, an Urban, Urban Dictionary, Dictionary for that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so, and what was funny, and I almost sent, I almost sent a link from YouTube. One of the YouTube channels I follow, Meat Church, did a smoked turkey with Alabama white sauce. That's awesome. And it looks so good. We should make it. It just looks good. Sorry, DJ. I'm going to get me some Alabama white sauce, and I'm going to put that shit in my mouth. (laughs) I'm going to put it on everything. I'm going to put it on burgers. I'm going to put it on fries. I'm going to rub it on my nipples. I'm going to put it on turkey. I'm going to stick my toes in it. It is is delicious. It sounds delicious. It has... It has all the things that white people love in it. Mayo. Hatred for other races. Mayo. Um, A good disdain for those who are not like us. Mayo. Poor people. Mayo. And Asians. Mayo. Sounds delicious. All all white people love mayo. Tons and tons of mayo. Do you like mayo or Miracle Whip better? It's all the same to me. They taste different. They do taste different, but, I do but like it, them it's, both. it's it's all the same to me. You, whether, you, whether you get Duke's, Hellman's, or Miracle Whip, it's all the same shit. Mm, what about ketchup? Ketchup, I'm not. No, we've oh, had yeah. the, we, we've Please, had the, the, the ketchup discussion. Ketchup is only good for fries and cocktail sauce. Because mm, I make my own cocktail sauce with it. it. You don't. I don't put ketchup on burgers. I don't put ketchup on hot dogs. Hut dogs. Hut dog. And I'll put ketchup. I got a hut dog. Down ketchup goes on meatloaf. He would do anything so. for love, but he won't put ketchup on his burger. No, me, no, no. There's so much better products that you can put. What do you put on your burgers? So, typically, if I'm making a burger here and I have the ingredients, tomato, onion, lettuce, pickle. I'm just talking condiment-wise. Oh, condiment-wise? Not, not all toppings. Oh, uh, what, what do you put in lieu of ketchup? I just do I do mustard, gross, and Worcestershire. Mm. Nope. Yep. I do barbecue sauce. I well, Thousand Island. Thousand Island's good on a burger. Uh, that sounds like McDonald's to me. Exactly. It's <laughs> no, but with better quality ingredients. No, I, I'm not a big Thousand Island fan anyway. Um, I like it, but well, I, I and again I probably use it like four times a year at most, and it's usually on a burger. Yeah. No. I just I just can't, but I'll do I'll do barbecue sauce. I love ketchup. I'll do a good barbecue sauce on on a burger. I'll do you know, but I, I mustard. I will switch it up between stadium cracked pepper mustard, regular yellow mustard. Not big on mustard, but I'm a. I'll eat it here and there, but I'm just not big on mustard. I'll dip my fries in mustard. Be a weirdo. That's fine. That's th- this is fine. It's okay. But ketchup's only good for for fries Sounds and like cocktail sauce. Do. Probably. But who's to say I'm not? Fair enough. I don't know. I mean... Probably the only reason I've killed me is because it's too much to process. Well, I mean, I have shot at least 100 flies this year. Too big of a body to bury. 
I mean, top flies are tiny. That qualifies. Fly. That qualifies as a serial Fly killer. Assassin. That qualifies. I'm not saying it does. I left I a calling card too. Salt. Salt. It's everywhere. It's everywhere in this house. Willem Dafoe is going to find you like <laughs> he did the brothers and Boondock Saints. <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, "So there's this fly, and what happened was a toilet fell off the counter, crushed him in the head, <laughs> busted his brains out." <laughs> Okay, there's this really big dude, like a really big dude. I was thinking more of Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Well, he wasn't in Boondock Saints. No, but he was in The Fly. I haven't seen The Fly. Well, that's a great 1980s movie Mm. about genetics. So he went from The Fly in genetics to Jurassic Park? To a scientist in Jurassic Park. So he went from a scientist in The Fly to a scientist doing dinosaurs. Well, there it is. So... So, end of show. Okay, bye. Hugs and high fives. Hugs, high fives, and herpes. No, just Triple H. You gotta get three. No, HIV. No, no. Uh, hippopotamus. Hugs, high fives, and hippopotamuses. Maybe because it's almost Christmas time. But them motherfuckers will kill you too. They will. They will kill you right quick and in a hurry. Anyway. Oh, and um, speaking of of hippopotamuses, is hepatitis. This, um. Who was the the big drug dealer down in the South Americas? Because there's more than uh, one South Americas. Pablo Escobar. You're welcome. Yes. His hippopotamuses have now been declared people. I mean, are you going to tell him no? Well, he's dead. I I don't care. The, you disrespect him. I guarantee the you still end up. In Colombian the ocean. government has declared that the hippopotamuses hippopotamuses hippopotamize are peoples. Hippopotamuses. I think it's hippopotamuses. And they are not indigenous to uh, the Columbia region, area, country, neighborhood, (laughs) street. They are not indigenous. Yeah. They're not like the people that the pilgrims forced into concentration camps, a.k.a. reservations. I'm going to have to cut that part out. All right. Nope. <laughs> no. You've been doing this too much lately. I had some really good racist jokes on the one episode, and you deleted the whole episode. I know. I had to. <laughs> I had to. Had to. Anyway, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Instagram, Google, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Martel. He's Randy. Get yourself a good shot. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. See you. See you.